0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis and Friends podcast. Today, as always, I'm your host, Stephen Jarvis. Also want to take a quick second to give a shout out to our podcast of the month, which is Bev's Video Kingdom. And also another shout out to the Deluxe Edition Network and all the other podcasts on the Deluxe Edition Network, which you can watch on the Deluxe Edition dot com. So today we're going to talk about Walking Tall the final chapter. This is part 3 in the series in the trilogy of The Life of Buford Pusser. Um Walking Tall final chapter is the third installment of the Walking Tall film series. The film was directed by Jack Starrett it opened in the United States on August 10, 1997. Its on-screen title is Final Chapter Walking Tall. All Walking Tall films were shot in Chester and Madison Counties, Tennessee. Buford Pusser was sheriff of McNary County. One year has passed since the ambush that killed his wife, and Buford still has difficulty dealing with it. At his wife's grave, he breaks down, telling her he regrets, ignoring her request to not become sheriff. Um, He also visits the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to find out why John Witter is not in jail. Um, and they end up telling him that they have no case that Pinky Dobson, the guy from the second one, um, is paralyzed. His girlfriend, who was also in the second one, she retracts every statement that would implicate Witter. Um, and so Buford goes to his friend, uh, and attorney Lloyd Tatum, who tells him, hey, you know, be patient, let them do their job, they'll get it. Um, and with that, we later go to New York, where Witter is telling it, um, his boss that um, he's going to finally settle with Buford and make Buford go away. Well, the boss tells him, Just accept it. Buford beat you. Let it be. And uh, Witter has to uh, give up 25% of his territory. And then later on, we see Buford and a deputy of his named Grady um, looking at staking out a still run by um, OQ Teal and his brother Udell. and Buford witnesses OQ beating his son, Robbie. And so Buford ends up beating QT or OQ and um, blowing up this still. With that, he takes Robbie to an orphanage. Um, back at his office, he finds a message from an old prostitute that helped him um, defeat the state line gang in the first movie. And he ends up meeting her at a hotel, and she says that uh, she now works in real estate. And Buford's all surprised and happy about that. He leaves, goes back home, um, and his father, Buford's father, tells him that, you know, he's incurred too many expenses as sheriff, and then Buford says, well hey, I'll ask for a raise after re-election, and Carl asks if he really wants to remain sheriff, which Buford says it's the only thing he knows how to do. Um, and then the next day, he has to deal with uh, OQ's lawyer, French, who demands he drops the charges against OQ um, to avoid a police brutality charge, which Buford def- refuses, you know. Um, and then... Another sheriff from Hardin County requests that Buford investigate a new club called the Three Deuces, um, which the sh- sheriff of Hardin County can't touch because it's in an unincorporated area. Um, and after that scene, he has Buford has to uh, chase down um, three kids that steal his car and go on a joyride. He ends up handcuffing them and forces to them to clean the courthouse lawn. Um, and French, of course, comes upon it and objects to it. But Buford says, you know, hey, if I did the alternate, they would have records where here they're just getting a warning. You know, they're doing something productive. French doesn't like that. Um, and a witness later phones John Witter and tells him, Hey, you know, you can use this to throw the election so that Buford isn't sheriff anymore. And, uh, later on, Buford goes to the Three Deuces bar and finds that Luann is still a prostitute. She lied to him. And the owner of the Three Deuces sees her talking to Buford, torches her. Um, And then we later see that uh, John Witter's boss calls him and is angry that Witter had opened the three deuces without his consent. And Witter's boss says, "You need to shut it down." Well, Witter doesn't. Um, And then we go to a courthouse, and Buford and French are scheduled to have this debate. Um, And Buford ends up leaving. When a body is found. So then his uh, lawyer. Ends up speaking on his behalf. And we find out that the body. Is Luann's. So Buford goes to the three deuces. Orders everyone to leave. Burns it down. And. Um, it's funny because. After he does that. We find out that on election day he loses that he's not going to be sheriff anymore. And Witter is happy. So he returns home. He's happy about it. Um, then we also find out that, um, Buford is, tells his secretary when they're having lunch that, you know, Hey, I'm going to apply for the highway patrol. And that his parents are worried about their finances. Um, when Buford's in town after he has lost his job as sheriff, the Teal brothers start a fight with them and Buford takes him out, beats him up. Um, The new sheriff warns Buford not to cause any trouble. And when they ask the townsfolk, if they saw anything, the townspeople just say, no, they didn't see nothing. So Buford pretty much finds out that, you know, when the town doesn't need you anymore, they don't want you. You know, all the good you did for them, they were happy about. But now that you're not sheriff anymore, they they just don't care about him. So Buford, he goes to his wife's grave and breaks down again. His daughter, Duana, is there and kind of tells him that everything will be all right. Um, We later see a Hollywood producer watching Buford's uh, news report about what had happened with them and all that so he goes and finds Buford and says hey you know I want to make a movie on your life and um, he uh, Buford's reluctant to do it because he would have to tell them and they would have to film how his wife died and his father, Carl, says, you know, hey, we've been honest with them. We The kids know how their mother died. And so then we later Buford ends up agreeing to it Um and then we see John Witter. He's pissed off because Buford's getting publicity, and his boss orders him to leave it alone. Stop messing with Buford. Let him go. He's not sheriff sure anymore. Get over it. And um, we later see Buford buying m- mini bikes for Duana and Mike. And. He ends up buying a nice Corvette for himself um, and plans to play himself in the next Walking Tall, which would have been Walking Tall part two. But because he died before filming even began, they had to go with both Fenson in that movie and in this one. Um, And a familiar person shows up. From the three deuces bar and sees him after he meets with producers and Buford and Duana are having fun at a fair Well, he decides to take his car and Duana decides to um, ride with some friends, and we later see Buford's car lose control and crashes, killing him. Um, and then we see Duana arriving shortly afterward and crying. Um, we later find out that John Witter contacts his boss to s- discuss more business opportunities, but his boss ends up hanging up and putting a hit on him. And that's the story and plot of Walking Tall, the final chapter. Um, it, it, it's really interesting how the ending comes about, how Buford's life ends in this movie. It's almost like they said, hey, you know, even though we didn't know what truly happened to Buford. We kind of figured that the mob got him somehow. And that's how it plays out in this movie. You never see what they do to his Corvette. But at the end, when he crashes, it's kind of like maybe they maybe they did really set it up to where he'd lose control and then end up dying and all that to get revenge. Even though he wasn't sheriff anymore, he couldn't fuck with him anymore. They had to get him. And it was, uh, it's a fitting end to the story and to the film trilogy of movies later on. They'd make more, which had nothing to do with Buford Pusser, which is really sad. You know, um, we would later get a TV show with, uh, Bo Svensson coming back as Buford Pusser. um, and hopefully one day we get another Walking Tall movie that focuses back on Buford Pusser. because honestly, um, it, these movies back then were good. I mean, when the they made the first remake with The Rock, that was a good movie. But The Rock even said he's like, I can't be Buford because one, I'm, I one I don't look like him, and two it wouldn't be very respectful. So then that's why they changed his name to Chris Vaughn. And they still paid homage and talked about what had happened to Buford, even though they don't mention him in the movie itself by his name. But they do, I think, have dedicated the memory of Buford Pusser at the end of the movie. So that is the end of the Walking Tall trilogy of films back in the 70s. a lot of people probably got tired of seeing them back in the day after the first two, and this movie it does drag along a little bit. But once it gets going, it uh, it, it it hits really hard. And plus, at the same time, once the ending comes, it 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 really does. And. It's sad because, you know, you really don't want that bad ending. And it kind of sucks because, you know, you wish that she that Buford would have been Able to live his life, be happy, get old, but yet he's cut short. Just like what happened to his wife, you know, on the hit that was meant for him, but she got shot and killed. He gets shot during that, but only his jaw was... I think they shot off his jaw or something. But anyway, folks, that is the end of Walking Tall, the final chapter. Sorry if I... um. If I uh, spoiled it for anyone, if I didn't, if I did, but yet you want to go see these movies, go check them out. They are great movies. Um, oh, The law of that shit couldn't happen today because, you know, police brutality. And he I think back in those days, he had to do deal, deal with that with those people the way that they were going to deal with people that they didn't like. So he had to have this one-man revenge on them. And let's be honest, half those movies probably weren't even true. I mean, I'm sure they sprinkled in, you know, a little bit of drama here and there. Um, Buford Puster himself even said of the first one that a little bit of it was true and half of it was Hollywood doing what it was doing. So I think that'll be it for me today. Remember to check out the podcast of the month devs video kingdom and also check out the deluxe edition network at www.deluxeditionnetwork.com where you'll find more interesting podcasts including mine um and just want to thank everyone for so much love and support that they've given me on this podcast couldn't have done it without y'all um on buzzsprout we're almost to 600 downloads which I'm I'm so excited for. Uh, I know once we get to like seven fifty downloads, or even let's say a thousand downloads, I'll do a celebration of it. All right, I know a lot of people do celebrations of that. I know on the hundredth episode, I want to do that, and on the one year anniversary of this podcast, which is coming up, um, I want to do a celebration of it and figure something else out. Also, I have a Patreon now. Um, we'll be giving more information on the social media's pages that we have on it. Also, uh, go check us out on GoodPods.com at Stephen Jarvis and Friends Podcast. We're uh, we 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 ranked pretty high on indie podcasts for a little bit there, and so very thankful for that. You know, uh, I love doing this. I, I hope I can make it into a career. But ultimately, it's fun for me. Um, also have a merchandise shop coming out. So once I get all everything else straightened out, I'll be able to put the merchandise out. I'm thinking of selling hats, mugs, other things, you know. And, and I'm not going to sell them for very, very expensive. I'm going to be very, very um, diplomatic with that. I, I don't want to make people think that, oh, he's just trying to get rich and be done with this. No, I, I want people to enjoy my merchandise. Um, And also, I want people, people to be able to afford it. I don't want to screw people out of their money. I, I would hate to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's it for me today. I love you all. Thank you for the love of support. And I will talk to you next Tuesday when we start the billy jack film series four great films started um back i think in the late 60s when they started it and also i think on thursday next thursday i'll take a break from the billy jack series and talk about vanishing point the original so thank you so very much Hope you enjoy the content. Keep showing that love and support, and I'll keep showing my love and support to all 'all. y'all. We reached 100 people or 100 followers on Instagram the other day. Very, very proud of that. Very, very excited for that. Hopefully that keeps going up. Um, We're almost to 40 on TikTok. I'm hoping to get to 50 pretty soon here. Uh, Twitter, we're almost to 50. So... Thank you so very much. We're almost to 100 people in the um, group page on Facebook, so I'm very proud of that. Thank you all. Sorry if I'm rambling, uh, but I will talk to you all next Tuesday for the first movie in the Billy Jack series, The Born Losers. Thank you all. Have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you all later. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeditionnetwork.com.